0: Hello, I'm Steve, and this is Awaken Mind Podcast, and my guest today is Lawrence of Purple Energy. Lawrence was born with innate psychic abilities, the main ones being able to see entities and energy with his physical eyes, and being able to sense the energy from people, items, and locations. He does entity implant removal, soul restoration, and a host of other things, and it's a great honor to have him on the show. Lawrence, welcome. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. So you are very interesting to me. I've had sessions with you. So for me right now, you're feeling my energy. This whole thing is almost hard to understand. Like I'm in another country and you, you, you you can just pick up on what I'm feeling because you're that intuitive. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Every person has their own individual energy signature. Um, So long as they're alive or dead and still on the matrix. Um, Unless I really turn it off, I feel the energy of the particular person. It could be just speaking with them, or it can be through a picture or anything else. Um, Regardless of really space, um, time is pretty consistent. If someone's dead, it's quite clear that their energy is dead. It doesn't, um, you know, I wouldn't feel them as if they're alive, but space when it comes to energy um, in this matrix is pretty much not a factor.
0: That's wild. So I don't, if you, are intuitive in that sense. If you go to a shopping mall, do you shield yourself so you don't, you know, get imprinted with everyone's energy?
1: Well, I'll use a better analogy. I don't go shopping much. I go to the gym quite a bit and especially if the gym's packed and there are some really corruptive people at the gym and they'll walk by and it used to be, um, really up until a few months ago when i was finally strong enough to fully stop it someone would walk by me and i'd feel the energy trying to latch onto me um and their is trying to bridge across and i would have to consciously focus there and start erasing this bridge so it didn't happen and the closer they are the more it is. if they're across the gym it's really not a problem but if they're walking by me and you know brushing up against me if they're a regular person it's not a problem but if they're covered and most people in in this world unfortunately it's people i come across are quite covered in negative entities so i'm whenever i'm in public i'm always on guard against
0: so that's just insane so but just to put some meat on the bone as tony would say um the the average person is not very conscious of anything other than their physical body and or they're not thinking about it like hey there's more to me than my physical body so when you say you feel something like trying to latch onto your shoulder. This person who's doing that has no sense th- of this. And what is it exactly on them? That's doing it to you.
1: Well, okay. So essentially most people are aware that hopefully they're aware that they have a physical body, right? In the third dimension. And then everything really third dimension vibe. I'll, I'll just keep it very simple. We'll call that the energy world, right? In the energy world, you have an energy body. And then You have your own energy ecosystem inside of your energy body. So in here, negative entities, think of demons, ghosts, (laughs) monsters, whatever you want, are real to an extent. They're not physically real, but they're energetically real in the energy world, and they invade your energy body and cause all sorts of problems. And once they're in there, they can then latch on and feed off other people through... um, their host energy essentially just by going near people they latch on and start feeding off other people's energy some of them may benefit you can think of psychopaths who have unlimited energy it's quite clear that they're getting it from somewhere Mm. and everyone else around them is dead tired it's because their entities are benefiting them but most people's unless you're a real psychopath or very fortunate don't aid you they just drain you
0: so the idea is we're like a battery our our soul essence or whatever you want to call it our our eternal infinite essence is like a power plant of energy and it's being fed off of, is it something like that?
1: I would, say, I mean, yes. we're being, in, we're being, we're, say, well, we're we being are,
0: attacked. Astro, we're being attacked energetically and we're, it's not good.
1: Yes. E- energetically we have a soul in our chest and entities it. They, they steal pieces of it. Um, well, they still pieces of your soul energy to be specific So we do have a set amount of energy and they do target us and bring it down and down and down, lowering our overall energy levels.
0: Interesting. So when you did work on me, you're like, oh, your energy body's just looks like gone. It's like so I was walking around with an energetic, I guess, uh, mirror of myself that was just like smashed or, you know, energetically low or barely there. Is that correct? And you restored it?
1: Yes. So with the energy body, essentially it is in the same physical location as your physical body. If I move my arm, my energy body moves its arm. It is layered on top of you. It's just in, in another dimension, essentially. And over time, as negative entities target you, um, and most people watching your podcast are, are probably targeted, <laughs> as they target you, they do damage to your energy body and they, essentially wear it down. So before, when you had fingers, they eaten the energy so much and damaged it so much that you no longer have fingers. And if I'm remembering where right, I see if you were, uh, as the energy body gets damaged, the bits left over are normally the key energy cause of the human body, which is the heart, the brain and the stomach. So okay. you were a bit of stomach, a bit of heart, <laughs> a bit of brain, and <laughs> They've the eaten gone, okay, <laughs> completely eaten, not there whatsoever. And then using my energy, I erased the negative entities that were on the leftover bits of you and fully regrew your energy body. That's,
0: it's incredible because I noticed the shift, but the shift was also immediate, subtle, but it continued, there were ups and downs. And um, after we ended our session, you know, there were actually some points where I became emotional, like, and there were points where I had pains in certain parts of my body. And there were times where, my energy was high but the overall thing i got was i had pains in my back lower back which sounds natural in my neck in my calves that i have had for like years very 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 distinct always tight and after all our sessions they were gone and you know uh your work i know did that so basically restoring the energy body and what you did you know, I guess gave me back the energy and the balance that I needed. So I didn't have these pains, is that correct?
1: Yes, our energy body affects our overall health dramatically. Um, for example, if you were to think about, if you were to say break your arm, right? And you're <laughs> for certain targeted people, their arm won't heal whatsoever. Their energy body and their overall energy will be targeted so much that their arm will not heal even when it physically should. But if you're not that targeted, your physical arm will heal but it's, not, it's often never the same. And that's because you've your physical body has regrown, but your energy hasn't. Your energy has a whole lot of negative things that are just feeding off that wound because it's now an easier spot. And you'll often notice when it gets cold or something reminds you of it, you get pain there. When physically in your nervous system, there's no reason whatsoever for you to have pain, showing that it's not a physical pain, it's an energetic pain. And the stiffness that you're experiencing, which can be very real, I've had very stiff muscles before, which have greatly improved with energy clearing is purely due to these things on your energy being reflected down into your physical body. And so you're not feeling them in your physical body. You are feeling your energy body, but because you're not aware, you have an energy body, you just presume it's a physical problem. That's just
0: incredible. So the, you know, the, the, the amazing thing is like you walk in a gym and you can pick up other people's energy. And when you said, when you saw me, my code, I, you said I had a blue soul and there's different color souls that based on different things, but I was blue. So technically there's code like matrix zeros and ones coming into our head that you can actually see in people. And mine was black and, you know, and, and it should be blue. And you made it, you know, you kind of corrected. It was my code was corrupted but the idea that there's code coming into bodies and if you wanted to, you could literally see code going into everything.
1: Yes, the 12th dimension of the matrix, and I like to say the matrix is just a blanket term for the world we currently live in. The 12th dimension, everything's made up of code. It's mainly ones and zeros, but you've got all the other numbers as well as a lot of negative symbols. And so long as you're alive, if you're dead, you don't seem to have a code body, but if you're alive, then you have a code body which is completely made out of matrix code. Everyone's code body when they're born starts off as a standard blue code with a standard blue matrix, which is just the neutral energy of the world coming into the head. And then as they get targeted by negative entities, it becomes red. And and oftentimes it'll be connecting to different negative sources. um, And then it will become black and your code body will go from being red to black. And then you have this black negative code, which negatively affects your energy massively. So with you, your energy um, is was essentially outside of the matrix and you have a large pool of it. This is not the higher self. This is simply just a large amount of your own energy that's outside of there that you can connect mm-hmm. to. So what I did was I erased the black code and the different sources that were causing it to go in your head. And it wasn't just in your head. It was piercing through all over your body, uh, various different places and filling you with black code. Um, But I erased the different negative code connections, then brought in a positive code connection and strengthened it along the way into your head and then strengthened it and went through and cleared. And then gradually your body becomes blue and blue and blue. (laughs) And now Steve's soul is um, a blue soul, but the positive blue energy is much more different to the neutral standard code. It's a light blue with gold and silver bits in it. It's not just, I'd say, default matrix energy is about as standard blue as you can picture. Whereas an old soul blue is light blue. Okay.
0: Am I light blue or, or norm or matrix? No, you're,
1: you're light blue. Normal okay. blue is an automaton.
0: <laughs> That's interesting. So the, uh, I mean, it's, it, to me, it's just like, okay, I it, like, how do you see it? And, and, and it's just an amazing that all this really exists and the majority of the population aren't aware of it. so, if all the work you've done on me now, what do I need to do? And what's sort of the most important thing for people who want to sort of learn about this and, and, you know, say, okay, what's really going on with me? Why do I feel this way? Are there, is there, what can, what techniques can they learn to help? You know, maybe if they are not going to have a session with you, is there, is there a general thing people can do to help maybe get rid of entities or balance their energy or feel better?
1: Yeah, the well the most important thing in this world is energetic strength. On my channel, I have videos called the Fundamentals of Energy that teach energy training from the very, very beginning, building a foundation. And it's it's very simple. Okay, if you can do something as simple as you know, follow a cookbook or do a basic push-up, right? Like not in terms of having muscle strength through that, but in terms of following the example, right, and doing it, then you can do energy training and with the energy world, having all of this knowledge, it's, it's theory knowledge, right? It's information that you have. But unless you have the energetic strength, it, it won't help you much. Mm. Um, so the best thing for everyone to do is to just train their own energy and build themselves up.
0: Yeah, okay. So you're, if you go back to your first video, that's sort of where you introduce yourself. And then the next video, it's the waterfall technique. And I do that all the time. So what is the waterfall technique doing for me or for someone that doesn't know you, but is on your website and learning the waterfall technique? What, what essentially are the benefits of the waterfall technique?
1: Okay, well, the waterfall technique is the first thing, Steve.
0: Yeah, no, it's that, but that's the, you know, that's one it to be, that's one of the things you should start with. If, right,
1: no, I was just saying, you said it was the second one, that's all. Yeah. The, uh, anyway, the no, no. Time. I
0: said, if you go to the first video you did, then the next one up is the
1: waterfall. Oh, OK. Yeah. So with the waterfall technique, it is as simple as te- teaching someone you know, very fundamental weight training for their physical body. It teaches you how to sense your own energy and how to move it around your body. And by sensing and moving your own energy, you are practicing and strengthening your innate ability to move around your own energy. And the more you do it, you'll notice that the amount of water normally becomes quite larger and it becomes easier to move around and you have more control over it. When you first start, just getting, for some people, it depends how much innate talent you have and how clear you are at that moment, just getting it, starting in the head and moving down to their feet is hard. It's like they're moving like molasses, right? It's very (laughs) thick. And as they get stronger, they can move it down like it's water instead of molasses, And then as they get better, they can spin it around their body. They can move it wherever they want. As you get better and better at sensing energy, you can sense energy outside of you and you can move that around as well, just like it's your own.
0: Yeah. And what's amazing is in that video, which is the second video you ever made, um, just to be clear, you said like, when you do this, your hands will get heavy. And I was like, he's crazy, you know, (laughs) it's like, and I'm doing it. And literally my hands felt like I was holding bricks. It was so it was just incredible. And, you know, it, it really does balance you. It actually relaxes you. But you say just do it once a day. So where I'm going with this is, uh, you know, basically, you, you've, like, said your hands, like, are you holding your phone a lot? Like, your hand looks like it's being, like, eaten. Like, it's just incredible. The attacks are everywhere from everything. I mean, there could be entities in coffee, in, 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 in vodka, right? If I'm holding my phone, I could be energetically attacked. So it seems like there's no end to it. So, like, how... It seems like we're we're doomed.
1: Well, I wouldn't say we're doomed, but once you you know do start reading up on what's you know ha- happening overall with the energy world, the majority of it is negative, and it's being actively pushed. And once once you figure that out, it does you know it can be quite daunting. But so long as you build up just some foundational energetic strength, you don't need to worry about most things. It's not like you'll do the waterfall technique once and you'll suddenly be way too sensitive and feeling pain essentially you've had negative especially if if you're an alcoholic or drinking regularly you've been filling yourself with negative energy for quite a while and just because you're suddenly aware of it you're not suddenly going to be attacked because of it right as you get energetically stronger and you start perceiving it more you'll realize what's actually going on but you were doing that damage before you just simply were not aware of it um coffee is Fairly safe, depending on where you get it from, but that's fairly safe. But alcohol, it's definitely full of negative entities. It gives you a a high, right? That that way you keep going back to it. If there was no high and you just drank alcohol and got the hangover, no, it would not be, no one would be selling it, right? There wouldn't be an industry based around it. But because you get a high, you do it. And then the next day you feel terrible and that's often your body trying to battle, yes, physically the poisons you've brought in, but also energetically, the entities you're drawing from the alcohol.
0: Oh, my God. So, obviously, you've said it before, but I'm, you know, what, what, just give a really brief thing of what got you started and what your, you know, quick synopsis of your journey to like where you're, you know, maybe at the beginning you were learning and you didn't really sure, you weren't sure what you were doing, but then the more you practice, the better you got.
1: Oh. What well, got me started, um, the, the earliest time I was, I was really aware of anything energetic going on that wasn't physical is um, when I was growing up, I believe I was three and a tall man in a black suit and we got a black top hat and a black cane and um, he, he was European, would just walk through the house. He'd just walk walk around. He'd walk through walls and I'd comment to my mum, why is there a man walking through the walls of the house? And she would just deny Straight, you know that it was happening, and they did have a very odd thing where they, my family does not golf, and they kept finding golf balls in different cutlery drawers. And there was a golf course a, a bit away from the house, but you know, they'd never been to the golf course. Um, that was when I first thought, thought something was odd, and then I, I'd, from a very young age, I'd say before I even have memories of it, was seeing what I believed were ghosts at the time. That was the first time I. I'd say as a child, I would have seen something that was a ghost, you know, on TV, and you're like, oh, okay, these are ghosts, then, right? This undead face that's in the corner of the room, ghost, you know, monster in the corner, ghost. So I just labeled everything as a ghost and ignored them. <laughs> they were quite terrifying, but I was of the mindset that if I just ignore them, right, they won't notice me. And now, fortunately, at that age, they they certainly didn't notice me, they were around me, but they didn't, they weren't physical with me or anything like that. They were most likely feeding off their my energy, planting implants in me, doing things like that energetically, but none of them were noticeably physically going after me. And then as I got older, things certainly got worse, especially when I was a teenager. And this does seem to be common. I'm not exactly sure the reason, but as we, Um, as people with the ability to see them turn 14, 15, negative entities um, most likely because they've been around them and have been wearing down their overall energetic defences start attacking them. It can be energetically where you're trying to sleep and you feel there's an arm in your back. There's no arm. Or it can be physically where um, I'll tell you this story. There was one night when I was I believe either shortly before 16 or 16 and I was sleeping and Things had gotten fairly bad, but I was used to it. So I used to sleep and there would be negative faces just all, all over the place. And I was seeing these with my physical eyes not with my mind, it was very annoying. Um, one very terrifying situation was I had this, oftentimes negative entities will show up as things to mess with you. So it may just be a big black snake monster, but it'll show up as a little girl. And I had a little girl that would mold my face and not my face, mold mold, mold my curtains that I have while I was asleep into uh, the face of this undead little girl. (laughs) And then she'd be standing there. That was very scary. Um, But after that happened for about a week, it stopped being scary. And it was just like my life, right? And I'd say I was seeing it more than other people would have because I was also seeing it energetically than just physically. They probably would have just seen muffled curtains, but I was seeing the energy of the curtains as well. But after a while, you get used to it, right? And I just was ignoring all of this stuff. Yes, I was scared while sleeping, but not that much. And it wasn't until I got physically attacked when I thought, oh, shit, this stuff could actually kill me. So I was 16, and I was sleeping, and I woke up, and there was a man dressed in um, a full black hazmat suit type thing. i um, say so like a leather jacket that covered his whole body, leather pants, and he had a black hazmat suit on and, like, glass, glassy <laughs> eyes. And I thought, all right, great, this guy woke me up. I'm going back to bed. And then my leg kicked by itself, and I thought, okay, well, that's never before. And then he grabbed the base of my leg and started, dra- <laughs> started trying to drag my bed, and I had a touch lamp next to my bed, and I touched a lot and got some light into my room, and because of the light, he could no longer stay physically materialised in my bedroom. And then I, I used to sleep with the bedroom door open and he went and stood in the doorway and just glared at me. So I got up and I turned on the lights and shut the door. And then on my leg I had black soot marks. And that was and that was when I first thought, holy shit, that if I didn't have a touch here, this guy is probably gonna, you know, try so and he kill manifested me. physically? Yes, he manifested physically, right? As, as a physical being.
0: Was, that would have given me a heart attack, man.
1: Yeah. And I didn't, I sit with the lights on for like two months after. <laughs> it was quite terrifying. And then as I, I got older, I had a few more physical attacks. Um, if you do have any energetic physical attacks, humans in general, and I, I know I just skipped a lot there, but I had a lot more targeting, but that's like once I, the, that was the moment when I thought, hang on, these things can actually kill you. <laughs> right. It's, okay. it's very unlikely that they can. Um, and I had. Do you believe that
0: now, or that was just something when you were 16, you were missing No, that missing- happened
1: when I was 16. That has not happened for, I'd say the last time anything physically manifested and attacked me, I would have been 21. Um, and what been- happened then? <laughs> okay, so in, I'll tell you that. So, with humans, when we get scared, you said this fight or fight but there's also freeze and as a child i would just freeze in in terror but with entities i figured out the freezing doesn't do anything so you've really got the option of if something physically manifests you get up and you 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 run which you know you're in your bedroom right You, you need somewhere to sleep so i would get up and i'd physically try and hit them and while that probably wasn't doing much it Um, did distort their energy and make it harder for them to say physically materialize and Mm -hmm. entities in general at least the ones that travel around and aren't part of a group don't normally want people that fight back, they want people that they can attack night after night and just feed off their fear and you know, the the horror that you're causing them, so if they show up and it costs entities a lot of energy to physically manifest when they show up they use a lot of energy and then if you don't get scared or you know, give them nothing to feed off, and you just attack them. They're like, all right, well, this guy is a terrible investment, and they t- tend to stop doing that. Um, <laughs> are
0: these um are these the same entities that you clear out of me? Or are these are dead people that are are they haven't? Trans- no, I, I would not say these, you know, these
1: were dead people. I'd say these were negative entities. Mm-hmm. But so there are different types of negative entities. There are what I'd consider groups negative entities, different races. So you know, satanic demons, hellish demons. These are all a race of entities, right? And then you've got vagabond type entities that are just a big mess of negative energy that have been on earth for hundreds of thousands of years. And unlike the group entities, which implant people and do things over time, they just want to go find someone, terrify them, feed off them and move around. Um, Those are vagabond?
0: You call them vagabond energies? Yeah, I, I can... I-
1: I group them under vagabond and, and
0: they're like a they're like a group of thugs that have you know been here astrally or whatever you want I, to do. I'd it. say
1: they're more so individual thugs, they don't really work with each other. Would you say I've heard the fourth
0: I've heard okay, Earth is the third dimension, and like the fourth dimension is really like dodgy and dark and like so would you just say that you were kind of more the fourth dimension was kind of sitting on top of you because you could see it, you had the ability to see it where most of us can't see it.
1: Right. I, I used to think that until I found out that most of the false, what we call now false white light entities are also negative, right? So the fourth dimension, the way I see it, it's mainly negative cartoons, um, like type entities, demons uh, tend to be there. And then um, different fantasy monsters, you know, the kind of, you don't know, werewolves, vampires, hydras, serpents, they're only fourth dimension. And then the fifth dimension, um, which all these Norwegian people want to ascend to is, spotlight quite alive, right? So it's your archangels that look like yellow squid humanoids that are feeding off people. It's your different alien groups: Lyran, um, Pleiadian, Syrian—all negative. But they're better at cloaking themselves. Or mm. the fourth-dimensional entities also keep off cloaking themselves, but they—they they mainly do it to scare you, right? So they'll cloak themselves as a bigger monster. Whereas the fifth-dimensional entities will cloak themselves as something more positive. And then there are more dimensions, but as far as I've seen, they're pretty much all just negative entities. Um, I don't believe the whole essential thing whatsoever. We certainly would not want to ascend to the fifth dimension because we, (laughs) humans (laughs) would be very, very outnumbered. Uh, Having a physical body makes it and being grounded in the third dimension makes it harder for them to target us.
0: Oh, really? So if these false light entities in the fifth dimension or wherever they are, let's say Archangel Michael, okay what what's he getting out of duping how is he duping people down here?
1: right well there's no one guy called archangel michael there will be a yellow squid humanoid sometimes even reptilians, if they know you believe in it and they will just say hey i'm archangel michael or they'll master energy as that and because you believe in the archangels right and you freely give energy to them that's the main reason they do that right because for them it's an investment so they could target you and scare you for 20 years, or they could send some demons to, to target you for a week. And then you devoutly pray and devoutly pray. And then an entity who's an archangel shows up and shoots them off. Right. And mm-hmm. they don't have to do that two or three more times for you than to devoutly pray every night for the rest of your life. Cause you're terrified. Those demons mm-hmm. are going to come back. So rather than, you know, scaring one person each night, they can have millions of people on tap that they helped, you know, 60 years ago.
0: I, I guess even just believing, you know, gives your energy to that way. It's like adoration that they're getting, in a sense, you know? Um, it yes. could be. I mean, but, you know, I will say that the learning about the false light was like one of the more sobering things after, because I first learned about the matrix here, you know, like the Luciferian aspect of, you know, inversion and perversion of reality. And then I read this article by uh, Cameron Day called Why I'm No Longer a Lightworker. And he said that, you know, he was like this love and light guy. And, but he said he was, I guess, having, you can read the article. It's called Why I'm No Longer a Lightworker. But he said he was having interactions with a light being because he was a light worker, And he sort of tested them. And he realized he went through what they were. And they were, they, they were like a dark entity behind the cloak. And that was when he realized, holy shit, like all these, all these light beings are just dark entities cloaked as light and they're feeding. Is that right? I mean, I mean, dude, you can't, you know, for the, for the, for the naive person that wants to believe this earth is good or like, you know, we're guided and, and this, that, the other, I mean, that's quite shocking.
1: I mean, I was, rather disappointed it made sense to me because um going back to why i got into this there was a time especially in 2017 when i was ever energetically very very attacked i was and because of that i was very physically ill and i prayed very devoutly and nobody ever helped me i wasn't even like whatever was going on what they you know saw that i could potentially do they didn't send any folks my life beings helped me whatsoever so i just had the negative ones kicking the shit out of me so as i you know had to um after a while i will my way out of that for the most part and then i went on youtube and was doing you know guided meditations things like that trying to figure out what was going on um and then a friend in early 2018 sent me something called the fundamentals of magic with a k which is now no longer on the internet but my videos are pretty much version 2.0 of that, along with my own information. And that actually had techniques for energy training. And by using that, I was able to build my own energy. And while building it, I was still getting attacked by things that I still was still at that point wasn't aware of how to erase them, especially how to erase the ones outside of me. I understood going inside of your mind and erasing ones inside of you. But if there's one outside of you, I had to figure out you know Mm. how to erase one that was also external to me so there were quite a few hurdles that i had to you know overcome and figure out on my own because the information to do that if it was out there it it might be i certainly couldn't find it
0: yeah well so that also leads to the fact that you're you know i hate the word salvation but your cure or your remedy was you know, praying didn't work because in a sense, you were being fed on even more because there's a theory that we're a mirror, like whatever we reflect, we get back, right? So if you're reflecting desperation, the universe is going to give you more desperation. So really, it may kind of make sense that you have to take control of your own, you know, body and energy. And that's what's going to give relief, meaning you didn't really find relief until you started clearing yourself personally. And it was you that was doing it. It wasn't like, you know, some Pleiadian thing or Arcturian thing, right? You know?
1: No, I, I tried at the Pleiadian and Arcturian thing and um, it did not. First off, when I tried, I wasn't strong enough to see see through the cloaking, and, but something felt very off. So I looked into it and <laughs> backed away. And then I, I checked it a second time um, when I was stronger and could, could see what was actually going on rather than just the energy, but I couldn't see through the cloaking, but it, it still felt off. And then the third time I checked, I could see them and I could see through their cloaking and was very disappointed.
0: It's totally disturbing. I I mean, even now when I hear it and I've known about it since probably 2016, the first time I heard this false light idea, it's still highly disturbing because it really makes you wonder, you know, what the fuck? I mean, you can't trust anyone here. Everyone's lying here and then everyone's lying over there.
1: Well, I wouldn't say the people here are lying, at least... (laughs) Quite a few of them are because they built up a brand, and you know, up, on, after twenty years, and they go, "Hang on, something's wrong here, right?" They're not going to suddenly quit what they're doing. But quite a few people they corrupted, and they just so want to believe that what they're doing is right. They they can't, they wouldn't be able to handle the mental blowback they'd receive if they were to say that the past ten or fifteen years they spent working with light beings and getting worse was wrong. Right. It, that mm. They have just, they, you know, gone backwards for 15 years. Mm. So they just tell themselves that they haven't because they wouldn't <laughs> be able to process the truth.
0: Convenient denial. Right. Yeah, you know, the,
1: the sunk, uh, sunk cost fallacy.
0: Yeah. So, you know, the way my mind works is, and I never, I, I, I think I've asked you this and I can't still never, even though we, maybe you give me the answer, I, the question still comes up, you know, the galactic federation of light. The Federation of Planets, the Pleiadians, the Arcturians, the the uh, I don't know the uh, the people from Orion, I, you know the people from uh, uh, Nibiru, uh, the Aldebaran. I mean, it it's endless. Venus. So as there's different dimensions, okay. Well, here's my question: Are these beings really there? Are they physical? Are there physical Pleiadians on in the Pleiades? Are there physical Arcturians in the Arcturian? You know whatever i mean or this is all just another dimension where these people have energy bodies but not physical bodies or they don't even exist i don't is it just a program
1: well what with saying is it just a program is so these arcturians all of these negative entities none of them have souls, right as i end erase them i you know basically get an autopsy to see everything that's there there's no organs or anything it's only just ne- negative energy creating these entities and then there's no soul, right? So they are programs. But if you think about it, okay, in this third dimension, everything here is made out of code. Now does that, like, my pig does not have a soul, right? Does that mean it's not real? And the answer is no, it's, it's real. Um, but I wouldn't say these negative entities are rigid. I wouldn't say they were created in this matrix. I'd say they're from other matrices and they've come in this one to feed essentially it's a very good feeding ground for them it's a free range farm unfortunately um so i wouldn't say so if you were to take a spaceship and go to the Pleiades, you probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't see these things physically you'd see their spaceships because they get annoyed and they'd be like probably blow you up because you're in their this area but in terms of seeing them physically i don't believe they're third dimensional anywhere within this matrix okay um when i have seen Um, blocked memories of myself and others when they've been abducted Mm -hmm. by aliens, they're normally phased from the third dimension into another dimension, and the physical body is phased there as well, but these entities are not then third dimensional they are simply physical in the fourth or fifth dimension that you've been phased into.
0: Wait, you're saying they're physical in the fourth or fifth dimension?
1: Yes, I would consider them being physical Okay, so and from their point of view, the fourth dimension is our, our third dimension, right?
0: Okay, so there's you know there's flat Earth theory. So the Galactic Federation and life, the the Federation of planets, are these things real? And are there you know are there intergalactic wars? And I mean, do you, I don't I don't, you know- I don't think so. Okay,
1: um, I don't see why these entities would be warring against each other. They do fight against each other in people's bodies for more space, but I do not think they're fighting over Earth. Um, The Galactic Federation, I would just say, is a group. It's a clever buzzword name that the entities, almost like a human who was hijacked by entities, came up with. But I, at the moment, I do not believe it's real. And even if it is real, it's certainly negative. None of these entities have our best interests at heart, right? Their their best interest is to just keep feeding off us. There's and the main reason that these things are set up and why there's so many traps and all these false white light things is because people begin to start an education and they begin to say, hang on, what's going on here? This, this place doesn't add up, right? And they go, Oh no, you see, it all makes sense. Here's all the answers. All right. Just follow this path and you'll end up in, you know, Nirvana in eternal bliss. And then you go, all right, I guess I'll do that. (laughs) It's just another trap, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a theory you know, that you, you, when we pass, when we exit our bodies, we take our belief systems with us. So very much our death experience is going to be tied to what we believe here. Um, so, uh, you know, I, uh, the question I had next is not really related to that. I was like, do you think we can incarnate into physical aspects or physical bodies elsewhere as may another humanoid in a different star system? Is that possible? Do you think?
1: Um, another star system in this matrix? No, I, I don't think so. Unless there are other farm planets in this matrix, which is unlikely. I would say that you, uh, again, I've, I've seen quite a few people, past lives in my own and the ones on Earth, we're, we're on Earth in this area, right? We don't mm. seem to be getting moved all around the place. We're never aliens, we're never anything like that. We're humans, most likely so they can eat more as a feed office. us but we're humans and we just loop and loop and loop. Um, All right. So wait, wait. So when
0: people are going to say who's feeding off of us. And I know you've said entities are feeding off, but who's they like, is there a control system of soul harvesting that keeps us in a loop? And, and this is an energetic soul, you know, harvesting feeding ground uh, and, and you know, for entities that are need our, I, I, our life force to live and they're feeding off us life after life. Is that, I mean, is there some truth to that, that you're, that, you know, that we're, we're recycled. <laughs>
1: That's- I'd say we're definitely recycled. I wouldn't say they need our life force to live. I'd say, I'd say they most likely capable of sustaining themselves for the most part on their own, but they can grow stronger and they can give birth to new entities and overall just, increase the strength of their race by feeding off of us. Who are they? Basically, all the different negative entity races, right, Um, are all feeding off us and all the false white white light ones as well, mainly for power and control. It's just how Mm. they're made.
0: Mm. Well, you know, it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but the the movie Monsters, Inc., you know, when I, I, I watched that when I wasn't awake and then I watched it after I was awake, like, holy shit, you know, it's like a, the whole premise of this cartoon movie is, uh, you know, scaring children for energy, you know, and when you say they feed, they, in a sense, the feeding has to be on on fear, doesn't it? Like, and that's perhaps the whole agenda is to keep this whole aspect, this whole energy, you know, matrix in a, in a reality of, of constant, you know, suppression, oppression and fear. Is there any truth to that?
1: Well, with energy, there are two polarities, right? So there are the human souls, the souls that are right now in human bodies that are positive energy inherently. And then the negative entities are on the polarity of negative, right? So they can feed off any negative emotion, you know, hatred, lust, fear. I mean, fear is a pretty easy one to invoke in people. Mm. Um. So I wouldn't say that, I haven't thought of Monsters, Inc. like that before. Now that you're saying that, that does certainly make sense. Mm. But they are incapable of feeding off any kind of positive emotion, right? It's the opposite of their polarity. So it would make them weaker. Just how mm. fear or hate would make us weaker
0: over mm. time. Um, gotcha.
1: Positive emotions would make them weaker.
0: Gotcha. So there's a guy, I uh, forget his first name, but Mazursky, Mazursky. he spent his whole life in mental hospitals, and uh, I guess what, you know, what they try and label psychosis here is, uh, you know, some sort of brain abnormality or something like that, but what he's determined is that the people in insane asylums are energetically targeted, and it's not them, it's the entities that are literally latched to them that are causing this psychosis, this mental, you know, you know, whatever whatever they're going through whatever puts you in an insane asylum that it's not the person it's the outside energetic attack and i just found that remarkable so you know if how many people are running programs that aren't them where they're anger or they're drinking or they're you know killing or they're you know they're or they're beating their child i mean is this entity possession or entity targeting or entity parasitic behavior could it be it
1: it, yes it definitely could be um humans do still have self-accountability even if you're completely covered with entities you're still you're still buried deep down there right so i wouldn't give anyone a pass for you know saying oh no i was you know controlled by entities they can certainly influence your thoughts they can put negative thoughts in you and boot them and things like that but at the end of the day you are still accountable through your own actions, no matter how much a negative thought is in your head, if you have any kind of basic morality, you're aware that that's not yeah. a good thing to act upon.
0: But they get off on, like, you know, they get off if there isn't, if they can influence us to make bad decisions or to drive a car into another car or have an accident. That, yeah, my point is all these things seem happenstance, but they're the the, the thing that blows my mind is that you know, I guess we're here to experience duality. And maybe without them, we couldn't. So without a dark side, or or there'd be no polarity. So I'm not saying we need them. But if you think about it, like all a lot of the tragedy on Earth is because perhaps of this energetic, dark force that's, you know, steering humanity or certain individuals into this you know, this situation that's going to cause pain and suffering. And I mean, if that's true, it's kind of sobering. You know,
1: I think there could still be a polarity. There are evil souls and um, minority, Um, but there would still be a polarity even without negative entities. Overall, most people who have entity problems, their mental state and physical state would be much better without the negative entities. I wouldn't say they're a natural part of the ecosystem. I would say this matrix was most likely designed without them and or it might have been designed with a few, perhaps, ghosts and things like that being a possibility. But it certainly was not designed <laughs> to be in the state it is now where you're just being, you know, unless you have an idea of how to protect yourself, just bombarded with negative entities mm. and entities.
0: I mean, do you, there's a theory that we're creator beings and that the, the, the entity is feeding off us or the, the, the souls that are the bodies that do terrible things are actually entity possessed um, and that they're kind of feeding off of our creativity and our, you know, that we're, there's a theory that we're able to create at the speed of thought. If we're uninhibited by fear and all these things that oppress us, that our true essence is the ability to create at the speed of thought. So, you know, b- basically, is that partially true? And are they using our creative ability to create a reality that suits them, but isn't necessarily good for us?
1: No, I believe the reality is pretty constant regardless of of us. I do not believe that we have the power to, you know, create with our thoughts, you know, instantly. I'm okay. Certainly not. Perhaps if you were. You energy trained a lot and you were really clear you could, but there's no way you could attain anywhere near that level of power without clearing up yourself from these entities. Well, of course.
0: I mean, we can never do it in our bodies without being aware and fully, you know, fully cleared is what I'm saying. But if you took all, if you were able to take all the layers off the, the, you know, the the battery that we are, the, the sole source of energy that we are is, is, uh, I guess, eternally powerful or eternally creative or eternally, you know, it could do amazing things.
1: I I would say theoretically, yes. If you were to clear yourself and fully retrieve all your soul energy and really build yourself up, then yes, I don't see why it wouldn't be possible.
0: Yeah. I mean, so all this is such a marvel to me, like that you you know, even like before the interview, you're like, oh, I can sense, you know, you're anxious or something like because, you know, we couldn't get the mics working. It's like you were picking up on my energy. I just find that, you know, for you, it's nothing. But for the person that's not aware of it, it's like, how the hell is he doing that? Or what's he feeling? Or, you know, so I just find it remarkable that you like, you know, getting into remote viewing. I know the army's been doing it for decades where they're teaching people how to remote view because what they do is and the, I guarantee you, you know, most of the public don't know this, that the, the reason they're training people to remote view is so that you know, someone who can remote view can say, well, OK, we'll go into the Kremlin and you know, even though you're in Idaho and go into the Kremlin and see what's going on. I mean, is, it, is, that, is that really like you remote viewing to me and see what's going on energetically is remote viewing? Are there all different forms of it? And, and it, is it possible that you know, military remote viewers are able to do that?
1: Like a spy,
0: like a, like a remote viewing spy.
1: Yes. Um, I I mainly just practice energetic remote viewing. I don't really have a need or want to see physical places at the moment. Yeah. But in terms of remote viewing, yes, you could remote view into physical places with with practice. Um, Unless someone's put up a kind of energetic blockage uh, or, or shield around an area, then yeah, you can just go wherever you want
0: what i mean the average person won't understand it so and i'm the average person so it's like okay well how do you do it and what does it mean are you like is it like you're walking in the kremlin if you're remote view like you're literally there can you be seen i've heard remote viewers can be seen even though they're not there their bodies in another place
1: i'm not aware of the military technique but i've certainly never been seen by anything physical um i'm seen by entities because i don't, I don't normally remote view and look in the third dimension. I don't really, but what's going on here, I'm not that worried about. Um, yeah. But entities certainly see me and I certainly see them while remote viewing. Um, the concept is essentially it's a semi out-of-body experience. If you've um, seen any uh, TV series like Bleach or anything where someone's had an out-of-body experience, it's, it's essentially that you're still in your body, but your consciousness, what you're seeing in your mind is viewing a particular location that you've chosen to go to. That is wild. And so once this imp- you're in that location, just how you would if you were playing a video game character, I normally choose to see myself in third person. You can then look around and you can see the overall area.
0: Is it is it clear or is it, you know, is it like a cartoon? Is it like a, 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 a hologram?
1: It, it depends on the area and it depends on if you have blockages inside of you blocking you and it also depends on the area and the dimension you're in so if i were to go and say see a beach near me right and by my viewing and hopping the water i could feel the water and it, beaches are fairly clear energetically but if i were to view a cemetery for some reason right and you would be like okay second grave, what's that guy's name i'd be like oh, i have I have no idea oh i see a grim reaper <laughs> right <laughs> there's so much stuff everywhere that i'd have to clear up the cemetery Before I could, and again, I don't practice much physical remote viewing, so I could potentially get the layout of a termstone and see that, but the little details just would not be there.
0: Wow! So I had a reading by someone that I remember. I asked a question. I can't remember what it was, but she's like, she kind of goes in. I don't know what she's doing, and she's like, "Oh, there's a sentinel. I can't, I can't go any further." And I'm like like what like it's it's like a cartoon it's like what's going on it's like the whole thing seems so odd that like i don't know where her what she's seen, but the information she was trying to get there was like something that stopped her, like a a guard
1: i mean yeah, there, do you? there's often negative entities and false white line entities cloaking themselves to stop someone clearing something in you um for example when i was clearing this is fairly common when you do your own inner trauma ratio so let's say you were bullied and you want to energetically go in and you feel you've got a, an energy problem here. You go in, and then someone d- dresses. They can be a cartoon character. They could be a physical-looking person. Also, hey you can't go in there. I'd be talking totally something limits And what what you should do is energetically attack them. They'll normally transform into a blue reptilian or an archangel, and then you kill them, right? And then you can go in <laughs> and have a look around. But if you're you know, and you're a light worker. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. The uh you know Captain Kirk says you're not allowed to go into this trauma at this moment, Steve. It's for your best good. So we're just going to leave this one alone for now, yeah. right? While it may be the most important trauma, which is why they've got a negative energy to just stand in the doorway and tell gullible it's, people. It's that like a guard
0: protecting them. You know, the, protecting the source of their energy. It's like, no, you you don't want to see this. Like, no, because that we don't want to take it taken away. You know. Yes. And it, what's so funny is a lot of your processes, you have to basically attack everything to get rid of it. And that's kind of an odd you know, paradox, like you're healing, but you're attacking to get it done.
1: Well, with again, it's, it's simply a reverse priority, right? So I'm positive energy. So unless something is made out of positive energy, if I attack it and it's negative energy, which pretty much everything is when I'm clearing, it takes damage and reacts. And you know, this this thing that was quote as your sister is now a 20 foot tall octopus monster, Mm. right. That's suddenly annoyed that someone's attacked.
0: It's kind of cool. It's kind of like they're cowards. Like they're hiding behind this thing. And as soon as you challenge them, because that's what Cameron Day said, he's like, as soon as I challenged, they, they like either ran away or like, you know, it was something different. Like you're kind of saying, you know, Meaning
1: Yeah, negative entities, they're not capable of creativity and they're juvenile, right? So if you insult them, they'll they'll get angry. If you energy to make sure they won't just like take the hit and try and stay quiet. they will immediately erupt into their monster form and be like, how dare you, you know, and then they'll threaten you as you're wasting them. Negative entities, they tend to do one of three things. They they attack back, they try and flee, or they just beg you and cry. There's oh, that's that's it they don't have any you know um, they're very simple programs they're not complex
0: yeah like he said you know when you die if you're you know i don't know what your level is going to be but look if someone comes up and says they're your mom just say are you working for the false light and apparently he said if you ask them that you know they'll they'll i say
1: don't don't bother with the asking the problem with this is, and you hear this often from channels. it's like, how do you know what you're talking to is good? Oh, well, if you ask them the same question three times, they have to tell you the correct answer. It's like, <laughs> this is not Austin Powers. Oh, they do know. not have to tell you the same answer. Okay. If you ask the question three times, no, that's that's compl- just, if someone shows up and they're your mum, right? Well, your mum, she should have a positive soul, right? And so go ahead and just attack her with your own energy and if she and for anyone who you know suddenly remembers this when they died they're like well, how do I attack them? just create a very big sword like a comically loud sword and just whack them <laughs> over the head with it right now if your mom takes damage well, and transforms into yeah. opinion, that was not your mom don't okay. don't bother trying to discuss with well, I, I think it's
0: slightly disconcerting okay when you you know once you leave your body if you see your mom you got to attack her to make sure it's her you know it's like it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of quick and Crazy. You
1: did ask before if you could reincarnate someone else. The answer is yes. You are not stuck in this planet, right? Mm. You can certainly reincarnate, if you so wish, in other matrixes that aren't currently massively infested. You can have a better time somewhere else. Because um, you, Steve, me, a lot of us have been here for a long time. Yeah. Right? We're talking thousands of years, and we've just been getting the shit out of us, and loop, and loop, and loop. <laughs> this is actually a pretty good... Um, time to be alive. Yeah, we've got all this nonsense at the moment that we yep. won't go into. Yep. But in terms of free time, in terms of access to information, this is a pretty good time, right? Mm. If you were born in you know the 1800s, Steve, I- even if I were alive and doing this the same thing, I'm in Australia, right? That you they'd, you would have no way to access this information. That's
0: true. That it, it is incredible. And I mean, need... no
1: way to access the basic, the fundamental information I had, which is why these you know, false white light religions in particular were so important because they're worldwide. So you go, all right, and Steve's kicking the shit out of me. Let's go into this religion because you don't. Yeah. There's no information out there. You, you just take what you can possibly get into. Yeah. But right now we have the internet, right? You just have to find just one person who has a clue of what's going on and just follow their techniques, and you it get is. a pretty good foothold.
0: Yeah, no, it is. I mean, if you think about it, we we could get the a- answer to anything instantly. I mean, we could, you know, or the so-called answer. I mean, it is a yeah, good I don't time. The
1: correct answer, but you can get an
0: answer. You could get an answer. Yeah. I mean, so you know, we're coming towards the end. I mean, look, so we're on the on the idea of like uh false light and attacking and challenging and and knowing that there is a deception out there in the astral or, or when we leave our bodies. You know, what do you think happens when we die or when we leave our bodies at that moment? And and you know. Is there a white, is that white tunnel, a tunnel of deception? Is that a re, a soul recycling, harvesting trap?
1: I would say, yes, it's very likely the white tunnel is a trap. Now I've had a few near death experiences. So let's say you're 95 years old, Steve, right? You're dying. Now when you die, you normally feel like an overwhelming calmness. It could be your energy. It could be something the physical body does, but you feel very calm and you don't really worry. Then you would die and you would exit your body and depending on what you believe in, let's say you get the white tunnel. There are a variety of different things you get, but you get the white tunnel. So you you suddenly are out of your body. You'd come out. um, You'd most likely see yourself as an energy, depending on your soil color, and and you would be in a physical body, but you'd be able to float around. Um, The way to fly when you're out of your body is, it's basically energetic polarity. So if you want to go up, basically magnetize your feet stronger down, and you'll go up, um, same with your head. Um, Essentially, picture your body having magnets you can push on to move around. That's the interesting simple way to mm. move around out of your body. That's mm. very important to know because you don't want to get swarmed do you, and not be able to move. Do you think you become so, omniscient? Do you think you
0: have a no, sense No, you of... do
1: not become omniscient whatsoever, or you and I wouldn't have, you know, hundreds of past lives when we died, <laughs> and we fell for... They're like, sign here, please. All right, right. No, if we were omniscient, we'd be like, sign here, please. I'm like, what the... No, we're not <laughs> so yeah. you see the white tunnel and oh, Steve, see there's your mom oh and she's so happy to see you and you know you may not have even liked your mom but you're like oh my mom's here all right this looks pretty good so you start to walk through the white tunnel and then often you won't just get unless they want to send you back immediately um they'll normally you walk through the white tunnel and your mom could be there or just be an entity cloaked and these are negative entities who quote themselves as your family they learn their role right they get a download of the person's information and they'll be, if you're actually critical about it, it's pretty obvious. But if you aren't, you think, oh yeah, my mum, it's my mum, right? It looks yeah. like my mum. It sounds like my mum. And then you'll do a life review and they'll pretty much pull up a video of your wife and be like, all right, Steve, you know, you, you did a pretty shit job. You'll watch it for, could even be years. You could be there for 20 years while they guilt trip you. So you'll just sign as many store contracts as they can get you to. And then once you've signed all these soul contracts, um, and this area you're in, by the way, it normally just looks white. Like they just, they didn't load anything, except they can pull off a monitor of your past lives and you just sit there in this white area with your mum, who's a reptilian, and your dad, who's an archangel. (laughs) And they both say, oh, come on, Steve, come on. What what, what was that? What were you you thinking? Oh, okay, I'll sign whatever. Just let me go back. Give me another chance. I don't want to go to hell for eternity. And they're like, all right, Steve. We won't send you to Hell for alternative. We'll give you another chance. But just, start, you know, just sign here and they'll pull up as many soul contracts as they can give you to sign. And then you sign away and then off you go. Memory's blocked off. A lot, lot more soul contracts. Your energy has not been repaired. You still have soul damage and other damage carrying over from your past life. And then that past life energy gets stored as a ball that is chained to you with the rest of your past lives and you're back again. So... That's if you do you know, the, the way they want you to. So instead, let's say you die and you see the white tunnel, right? Immediately look around you. There's probably just black. Use your energy and just attack the blackness and just break out of that hole. Then you'll probably be in a just an even more black area. Here, you're outside of the tunnel. So you can just simply, if, if you've done energy training, um, hopefully you have, you can yeah. simply do that. Put your hands into the matrix, just into space, And then just with your intention, you can rip it open with the intention of exit matrix. You can use your energy if you're stronger to just make a wormhole um, through the matrix just with your intention again and using your energy. And you'll go through, that'll be, you'll actually be able to sit where you want to go at if if you do that. Hmm.
0: I've heard other people say there's like, that's like a net. You got to rip it open and get through it. Like, I mean, I can conceive of it. It just sounds fucking crazy in the sense that there's even, if if it is a, you know, there's a net over the, energy over the so fourth dimension. It,
1: it's just like nothing, you're not getting out. Look for other people's holes, right? And then, or other people's wormholes. Now, feel into it with, use your own intuition. You, you'll have to have to go of that. And, you know, once you feel that there's one that's right, go through that hole and that, that's how you'll get out. Now, fortunately, you, you know, we do have some time right now. You can energy train and when you die, you won't, you don't even have to energy train for a few years right try and try and do at least two years before mm-hmm. death um and that's casualty training i'm not telling you to go to a mountain in the middle of nowhere and train for two years bury, a month. bury
0: myself up to my yeah. neck and sand no and...
1: i'm telling you to do the waterfall <laughs> technique for 10 minutes a day and gradually go, you know go yeah go up well also course.
0: but also there's consequences if you know you you gotta i mean you don't have to be a saint but you need to lead a clean life i mean you, there are consequences to Drinking and smoking, and you know, you attract darkness and and low vibratory stuff that brings your energy down. And and you know, I think I had a reading, and I I remember him saying he's like, when you die, you're not going to see the tunnel because your energy is higher. It's like meaning. And I said, well, what do I do? And he said, like, you're actually going to flip inside out. You're going to go into your soul and come out. And you know, that was sort of his idea of going into the light. Was I'm going to go into my own essence or something but at any rate i think i don't know it's obviously you know the biggest question on the planet is what happens when we die so you know everyone's probably interested in this but it sounds insane but i do think that some people it depends on your beliefs and your vibration that when you die that you'll see the light you know if you believe in a tunnel of light when you die that's going to be right there i think right you know
1: i've heard the same thing um by the way you flipping into your soul that sounds very unlikely i've heard of that before but i wouldn't put too much stock in well,
0: it it means nothing to me because I, what i mean you know what am i going to do like remember that after i die like oh i've got to go into my heart you know like i don't know. You know right
1: but no yes with belief systems if you believe like you adamantly believe that you'll go on to somewhere right just a religious belief if they deem it's worthwhile that you might be a bit bossy and be like, no, no, I want to go to my religious place. I don't want to go to the, you know, to the, (laughs) to the life review, you know, where's heaven. They're like, all right, all right, here's heaven. And they may take you there and then do your life review there in an area that looks like what you at least could believe it as. Right. So they'll set up an area that's, or they may just, you know, you come in into this white area and you're like, this isn't where I want to be. And they just might implant you with something and they'll be like, close your eyes and open them or they'll do the, um, Uh, The movie where Dorothy, I can't remember the name. Wizard of Oz? Three times. What was that? The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, right? The two to tap your feet three times and open your eyes, and then you'll be where you want to be, right? Just so they can get you to sign away (laughs) that they they do whatever they can to trick you, right? They're like, yeah, we'll just. Yeah. Rearrange the area, <laughs> make it believable.
0: And you know it's like Dorothy always had the power to break out of the uh, astral control system, you know, but she just didn't wasn't aware of it. She always could go to the real heaven or the real, you know, yes. uh, un, uncontrolled aspect of astral. Wow, man, this has been a cool conversation. You,
1: die, you just have to tap your feet three times. It, yeah. You wouldn't need to make this video.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I want it. We're going to close, but what kind of intrigues me is the videos that you make, sometimes you say, okay, I'm going to embed energy and you can listen to this over and over. You don't even need to have the audio on and you will get an energetic cleansing and energetic something an energetic lift because it's like your, your energy right now. And, you know, you're balancing me because you're probably at a cleaner energy level, like, you know, with less anxiety, less fear, of course, but it, how is that done, and it does work, right? Meaning, if I have a session with you, I record it, and after we're done, I can play it over and get the same benefits or similar benefits. My point is if you do cold if you do chord cutting on me, and then you' the session's over and I listen to it again. Is it still cutting chords? Well,
1: with chord cutting, um, you know once I'm done with the session, don't we really have chords, but let's say, for example, just overall entity erasure, right? Um, if I were to do a session with that. During that session, I you know, for an hour erase your negative entities. And then once I'm done, the video that we've recorded of that session has basically recorded the energy work done at that moment. Now it's not as strong as a live session, it's basically a, a watered-down version, but it is still quite helpful. And it as you play the video, even on mute, the energy of that is recorded. the video and it works with my healing videos those are different because what i do there is while i'm I'm live i energetically just send out my own energy to work on people as it's going on and then as you watch it that live healing is again just encoded in the video if you're watching it afterwards and it still continues to work as well
0: so are you while you're you know, I've seen your videos like that you have on your channel where you're just having a chat. It's a live thing and people are asking questions. So during that you are are you consciously transmitting energy out to, you know, that's good or, and are you constant? are you seeing like, Hey, someone over here has got a dark spot on them. I'll clear that. And like,
1: no, I don't, I don't bother honing in. What I'll see is I'll see like numerous energy streams going out of me into different people. Um, but I don't, bother looking where they're going i just know it's working on them overall -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and i'm not i am consciously doing it when i start so when i start i set up my energy i set it to do thing, and then i've automated it because i've done it enough times that it happens automatically and i can feel it and i can see it happening but i'm not having to focus on it i just hit the button because i've done it enough that i now have the button to just hit
0: that's great so as we wrap up that what we're what i'm telling what we're telling the audience is you can go to your your youtube channel purple energy and you can listen to those videos and you could get a benefit even if you don't know anything about you or anything about meaning you could maybe feel better have an energy lift have an energy where you're not as down or something like that possibly just from listening to these videos with the sound off correct
1: yes that's correct okay. and as you do energy train or hopefully what you'll notice is if you were to say watch one of my healing videos without even without audio and then you were to come back three months, and you just casually energy trained, maybe like two days a week. Yeah, not you know, known you see two Sounds days Sounds like a week me. Three <laughs> You'll notice that your energy sensitivity is stronger, and it's not that the energy in the video has gotten stronger, but you can feel it, and you're more aware and of what's going on. And as you get stronger, you can see the energy, and it becomes much more real to you. Now you're not seeing this with your physical eyes, by the way, that's gets very annoying very quickly. You're seeing it with your mind and you essentially would hone in and say, I want to see the energy from this healing video. I want to feel it. And you want to turn it up or down. And that would, you know, um, allow you to tweak your experience and, you know, let you see what's actually going on. Wow.
0: Okay. I think that's a great place to kind of start to wrap it up. So, uh, I, I highly recommend Lawrence's website is uh, www.purpleenergy.info. Yes. Info. That's it. info. Yes, that's and it. you go to sessions and you usually say, look, if you're curious, start with uh soul retrieval. Is that, yes, you know, soldier. you have a bunch of them. Yeah. Okay. So you could go and, and click soul retrieval and that could be your first session. And then you could figure it out between the two of you and it's on Skype and it's recorded and you have the recorded session and you can, listen to it over and over again. Is there anything, you know, do you have an upcoming book or anything? I don't know. What's your, No. Any, I, I, is there I anything any you want to tell the moment. public that we didn't cover or, you know, you, you know, where, again, where they can get you or email you? I don't know what, you know, what, whatever you need to say.
1: No, well, my email's on my website. That's, that's fine. Um, no, I don't have any plans to make any books at the moment that, uh, you know, ask, ask me three years from now, Steve, when enough people bug me for one, but, it's unlikely at the moment. If you see a book from me, that's not mine.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, it's been a great session. I love talking about these things. We'll, we'll do it again because these are very interesting concepts and ideas and, uh, you know, things. So um, I appreciate your time. And again, it's Lawrence of Purple Energy at uh, purpleenergy.info. And we'll see you again another time. Thank you. Good.
1: Thank you, Steve.